Welcome to Gotta Cast Em All, the Entertainment Pokemon podcast. We're finally back, and today we're going to be talking about the Crown Tundra DLC, part two of the Sword and Shield expansion pass. I'm always Mike. And I'm always Darren. It's finally upon us, the end of the eighth generation, at least the mainline eighth generation game. Mm-hmm. The circle has been closed, and we finally have Pokemon Sword and Shield's expansion pass finished with the Crown Tundra. Released a full God knows how long after, <laughs> after the Isle of Armour. It's been six months, I want to say. It didn't feel like six months, did it? It didn't feel like six months since I was murdering all the chances in that DLC to boost up <laughs> comfy. But uh, yeah, that's 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 how fast time is going these days. Um, great. But yeah, this, uh, this arrived early. I thought this was going to be more of a, a Christmas release, but... Uh, no, uh, middle of October. It's been out for 48 hours. Well, probably less than that. Uh, yeah. And we've both finished it in its entirety. <laughs> well, I mean, we've not di- we've not really digested every single element of that True. content. But there are, for those of you who've played it, you will know that there are three main story strands and we blitz through them in about 24 hours. Twice. So that's good. Yeah, twice, because it's very important to us that we, we catch everything, which we'll be discussing later on uh, about completing our national dexes. Um, but we'll start with talking about uh, the Crown Tundra itself. Uh, so it is it, it's set sort of like I thought it was going to be above Winden, but it turns out it's mm. below Postwick uh, on the map. So, so that's quite interesting. Well, if you if we if Galar is an inverted uk and this is meant to be scotland in that train of thought it is in the correct place yeah that's true that is true so it's got that going forward at the very least but uh yeah it's not an island it's just separated like a mountain range i think on the map pretty much you you get there in the exact same way that you got to the isle of armor you have to go to oh christ what's the second town's name again um, it's not win not winchester it's something like that isn't it Shit, I'm gonna. I can't believe I'm gonna have to look this up. I've only just played it. Uh, Fuck's sake. You um, go there. Gala. Um, Let's look up Gala. <laughs> Fucking hell. Uh, Wedgehurst. Wedgehurst, oh. that's the one. I gotta love the population. Sorry, I'm just on Bulbapedia. The population of Gala is surprisingly low. Five people live in Postwick. <laughs> wow. Thirty-one live in Wedge. 120 people live in Motorstoke. Apparently. Motorstoke's so, uh, pretty big. It's a bustling metropolis, but eclipsed by Winden being 157 people. Someone really felt the world needed to know that information. Yeah, um, they've, there is no official count for Freezington yet, though. I can do that. There's like five people there. Oh, right. So you you you, you join, you get, you get off the train. Obviously, they immediately hit you over the head with the story, um, which is um, a guy by the name. I don't know how to actually pronounce the name. I think it's supposed to be pronounced the same way that the flower is pronounced, um, which, which bear with me, I'm just getting the etymology of it. Because I went uh, with peony. I think it's peony. Right. Or, okay. pe- or is it peony? I don't know. Hang on. Let me find. You talk about that. I'll find a pronunciation. So whatever this guy's name is, uh, he's got a daughter whose name is vaguely similar. It's like peony. So it, it's spelled similar to his name. But anyway, they're a. Uh, He's a former gym leader by the 
basis of having a copper Raja and an Agron, I would guess a steel dream leader. Um, anyway, he yep. brought his daughter to uh, the Crown Tundra to do a bit of an adventure, an adventure tour or an advent tour. Um, and uh, his daughter is having none of it, does not want to hang around with dad and just wants to participate in the all new, all cool Dynamax raid things. Um, so they immediately play you into that, which is the new um, like underground cave system where you can um, find all the previous legendaries from all the past games. Uh, it's like a, it's like the Dynamax raids, but there's a bit of a, a process to them. So you go underground. I think you have to get through four fights before you get to the fifth one where the legendary is. They're all Dynamax raids. Um, the first one you do, you you can't you can invite people if you want to, but it kind of says, look, don't invite anybody else. Just do this with the NPCs. Uh, and you get a, you get given a rental Pokemon uh, from a choice of three at the start, uh, and then you can pick your path. It will tell you what type the pokemon is and you can kind of if they're big enough you can kind of see a little bit of their silhouette so you can kind of figure out which pokemon you're about to face you go through this tree you have like winding paths and sometimes you'll find a, a trainer that will heal your pokemon or a scientist who will offer you a trade for a, a blind trade for another pokemon that's fully healed uh, because your damage doesn't get healed as you progress you keep the same amount of damage and pp usage as you go through the thing you get to the end, you get to fight a legendary, which both times for me was Suicune. Was that the same for you? Yeah, exactly the same. Right, okay, so that's not randomised. So the first time you do it, you have to fight Suicune, but then you can go back in once you've done the storyline version of it. And, uh, yeah, you keep going through and you will get a random uh, legendary at the end, um, which is cool and neat, a nice way to um, introduce all the legendaries back in, but kind of not give them the storyline context of why they're there. Um, because obviously it's it's done it's not really done for law reasons putting all these legendaries under this in this cave system it's done just so people can catch all their favourite legendaries for competitive battling um, so sectioning them off like this is fine I don't think I'm ever going to touch it again because one I have no need for new legendaries and two playing with NPCs is so frustrating yeah they never pick the right thing they're, they're just horrific at these uh these raids we went into the suicune battle i think the first time and i'd taken like a grass pokemon in and i was like okay we're gonna be fine i know what i'm doing and we got i, th- I want to say that we got a couple of other grass pokemon in there and they just didn't fucking use any grass attacks no. I'm like, it's a water legendary what are you doing we ha- and I-, I think we also went in with like a guy who had a lampant yeah um and he he cost me the first victory the first time around because he got knocked out three times by suicune it's it was fucking annoying so irritating when you've got like we were fighting a normal type i can't remember what it was it might have been like a mill tank or something and we had a guy with a mien chow who just kept using wide guard I'm like it does nothing just <laughs> kick him for god's sake please <laughs> And we'll be done. But no, we had to. I had to like chip him down with like burn damage off of a Cedra Skull to like get this thing down. When this Mienfield just kept using Wide Guard until the thing was basically dead, and then decided to like hit like a Karate Chop or whatever it was. And so where was this at the start? Um, so I, I couldn't be. If I had to get legendaries, one it's randomised, so that doesn't help. But you've got to just keep. You know, smashing yourself through that wall with the NPCs, I just couldn't do it. So I think I'd have to get online for that. Yeah, I feel like that's the only way forward. Uh, 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 it feels like Dynamax battles, when playing with people online, moved a lot slower, which isn't great. And at least if you play single player on a Dynamax raids, 
uh, is that what they're calling it in this? Dynamics Adventures? I can't fucking remember. No, I can't remember either. Um, anyway, the new one. At least, if you play it on your own, you can pick who you fight, which, you know, the poorly shrouded silhouettes make it quite an easy way to get to the end so you have a chance of catching the legendaries. As well as every single Pokemon in the in the Dynamax lair, or whatever the shit it's called. Yeah. Um, is a 100% catch rate, so you can catch anything in whatever ball you want, which is fucking brilliant. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you go through, you also have the option of either taking a Pokemon that you've caught on the way, or the legendary if you haven't caught it already. If you have caught the legendary, you can't catch it again. It is only one per game. Right. Um, but you then can catch um, and keep all the ones that you catch on the way to the legendary itself, which is good because once you've got the... Um, like the path for a certain legendary, if you know somebody who hasn't got it yet, you can be like, I've got that path. Come and join my raid. I will literally pull you through to that legendary so you can go and catch it. Right. Which, that's really good. And I actually feel like the rental Pokemon are a really brilliant twist to this. It does actually feel interesting and fun to play when it's not just everybody with Eternatuses. Yeah. That's a very good point. It's I appreciate it, but again, it's not really the... It's not the feature I'd be hanging around for with with this expansion because I don't still have Nintendo online. Um, but yeah, it's I, I didn't know about the hundred percent catch rate, so I'm annoyed about the two Ultra Balls I chucked at Suicune. So that's fun. Um, <laughs> you could have so, had him in a net ball for yeah, no reason. True. So we you come out of that, and then that's when the storyline really kicks off. Your, your boy Peony runs down a hill towards Freezington, um, which is the only town here because this is. Um, kind of almost like the the Isle of Armour, but to a, an even bigger extent. This is all open. The, oh yeah, there is the whole there thing. is no hub area. Well, Freezington kind of is, but it doesn't even have a Pokemon Center. It is just all immediate um, wild area. Um, so you get into the town, and he immediately sends you the. He gives you these pictures that are for three quests that you can go on. Um, one is to do with all the Regis to go and get the two new Regis that are available. Uh, one is to do with the Galarian forms of Articuno, Zapdos and Moltres. And then the big the big one is uh, the quest to go and get the new legendary Pokemon, Calyrex, um, which is just so... St- I-, I liked it because I- the thing I like most about this and why I think I prefer it to the Isle of Armour is this felt like a slight, slight step forward in their storytelling in these games yeah i completely of, agree in terms of imbuing everything with a bit more character and a bit more dynamism that we haven't seen in, in other things because you i think you only battle once you battle peony at the start that is the only trainer battle in this entire thing i think you can go and battle peony again right later on so once you've completed all the storylines and he's moved over to the max layers I think you can challenge him again, right. and he's got five Pokemon this time. There you uh, go. But they're all steel, so if you've got a fire type, you'll be fine. Um, but yeah, that is basically it. And because me and Darren have a pretty well, again, we're going to talk about it later. But we've got complete national taxes now. Mm-hmm. We didn't. I didn't feel a lot of time was wasted running around catching stuff. It was very much like the tundra was just a big area for me to move through just to get yeah. from A to B. And it is bigger than the Isle of Armour. It definitely is bigger than the Isle of Armour. It's, uh, it takes much longer to get from one side to the other. It's also less of a circuit this time. Yeah. It's more of like a 
branching path, I guess. Yeah. So, um, carry on. You're making a point. Yeah. Well, there's benefits. I'll come back to the the story thing. There's there's benefits and drawbacks to the the um, the all open areas. For one, it looks real good. I still don't think it looks as good as it should do, considering it's on the Switch. I, I think the next game, hopefully... I've often thought that this might be like a Kalos situation, where this is them figuring everything out on the new console, and the next one will be the big leap forward. So Gen 9 will be like the Sun and Moon equivalent to X and Y. Of like just This is the full realisation of what a Switch Pokemon game can be. Well, it's, um, an odd, it's going to be an odd-numbered Pokemon game, so it's probably going to be great. Yeah, you put me right on that. One. <laughs> yeah. Um. So fingers crossed for that. But I, it looks great. Um, it, it feels alive. It's 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 wonderful. Like there's a lot of Pokemon. Like even better than I think you get in like the other world areas of just like seeing a melodic just like swimming about in a river and and. All oh, that stuff. blew my fucking mind. I was like, yeah. oh wow, <laughs> and it's yeah. and it's like it's bigger than Gyarados. Yeah. Like, oh shit. It's not as good as seeing the Whale Lord in the Isle of Armour for no, the first time. That was not. fucking brilliant. So, there's that. The drawback is the map is completely useless for oh, navigating yeah. where you need to go. It's awful. It, like, how you can have an open area with a map that doesn't show your position in real time. It will just move the like icon of where you are to the section of the wild area you're in, which is mm-hmm. very big. The giant's bed is basically the entire like width of the uh, of the map, but it'll only move you like oh but you're in there. You don't need to know where, but you're in there. Now whether that's done by design because they want you to look around more, but it's just disorientating. I didn't find like when you're looking for the shrines where the regis are, there's no clue where they're meant to be. Like they're just hidden in like and because everything kind of looks the same on a surface level. There's no way of really orientating yourself other than like they've got like an archway in the middle of the giant's bed, which you can kind of use to orientate yourself. But yeah, that that needs to be something they change for the next one because they had it in Sun and Moon. They had it on the touch screen where you would have like you would see your guy and which way you're facing in real time. So I don't know why they took that out for this one. But uh... yeah, they do need to return the Sun and Moon maps at least with the Sun and Moon maps. And and the and the route designs was far more intricate in those games as well. Even if they were just like static camera routes like we expect from a Pokemon game. Yeah. This being you know, and especially when it comes to the fucking birds, the ability to not know where I am when I've got to be spinning the fucking camera around yeah. is not useful in any way, shape, or form. No. Jesus fucking Christ! I hope that that is improved in Gen Nine. A hundred percent. That needs to be. Uh, that needs to be fixed. So, uh, you talk to your boy Peony, and then you've got your three choices. So, um, which order did you do them in? Uh, Calyrex, Reggie's birds. Okay, I went Reggie's first, and then double back for Calyrex. Um, so I think I was thinking. I thought um, with the Reggie's, basically you're given these photos that show you where the four shrines are. So there's one for Reggie Rock, one for Reggie Steel, one for Reggie Ice. And then you've got the fourth one, which is split down the middle. It's the one you've seen in the trailers, which has got both Reggie Alecki and Reggie Drago in there. Mm. Um, and it's called the Split Decision Shrine. So obviously you can only get one, which is why me and Mike had to have several saves ready to go for this TLC. So we can immediately <laughs> yeah. go in and get the other one. So um, you can read like the clues. To get into the Reggie Steel Shrine, you just need to whistle at the door. 
which how no one in thousands of years has tried just whistling at the door. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel like that would have happened. Uh, Reggie Ice, you need to have a cryogonal with you. Again, there's cryogonals for days there. I can't believe that no one just walked up to this temple with one in tow. Uh, and or then, like one drifted past and it opened. Yeah. Like, you know? And then Reggie Rock, you need to have your lead Pokemon hold an Everstone and that will pop that open. Now, to get into the fourth one, it just says you need to have Regice, Registeel, Reggie Rock. So I was like, cool, I'll import the ones in I already have and we'll get straight onto the catchy. Mm-hmm. Nope. No, nope, it doesn't to allow you. Catch them, not just have them. It's because the fl- um, there's like certain flags in the code um, that are like the, the, that final shrine only unlocks when the other three flags for Regirock, Regice, and Registeel have been ticked off. Uh. So, for all intents and purposes, I think you might just be able to complete them. This makes no fucking sense, but you could technically complete them and then bring any Regirock, Regice, and Registeel with you. Because right. it doesn't necessarily check for those specific ones. Right. But it does check that you've completed those three parts of that quest. But why would you bother doing that? I don't know. I will say I am so happy they got rid of the problem that uh, the Isle of Armour had, where when you import all of your Pokemon in, it counts them in the Pokedex. You don't have to go to the daycare and, like, cycle them all in and out of the daycare. I just so. waited for that bug to be gone and then did it. Oh, no, no yeah. I did uh, day one. I was there for an wow. hour swapping things in and out of the daycare to uh, to wow. get everyone registered. Yeah, I was committed. Um, so where was I? So yeah, you, I, had to, I had to go around and catch all the Regis. They were relatively easy. Like uh, quick balls are a hell of a thing. And that's going to come up again because um, 60% of the time they work all the time. Uh, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> so, I um, I went with Reggie Alecki first. Same. Who is a bastard? <laughs> I bastard. Uh, it is now the fastest Pokemon in the game. Uh, yeah. It is faster than Deoctus Speed and Ninja. So yeah, he's taken the crown. Uh, it has a new move called Thunder Cage, which again is a bastard. Yeah. Um, it's basically Electric Fire Spin, but it's a lot more potent than fire's been or whirlpool's ever been it doesn't also help that this uh that in the wild all the regs are level 70 yeah so it can like uh, so rillaboom was leading i had a hell of a catch team um that i i, I used for both the playthroughs i had decidueye and rillaboom with full swipe i had a gardevoir with hypnosis i went out and caught an amoongus with spore should gardevoir ever go down uh a vicar vault with thunder wave in case sleeping didn't work and then uh, the brick shithead known as Mudsdale, who can just stand there with stamina. And once he's got punched a few times, he ain't going down for shit. Um, so he's there to just stand there and take a pace in whilst I chuck all the balls to. So Reggie Alecki took me a little bit of time. Uh, on the second playthrough, Reggie Drago did not, because its move is really weird. Yeah, that that specific move is not good at all. Like if you if you for some reason I don't know why you would not have, have two playthroughs. Then again, some people aren't as intensive about Pokemon as nope. us. Um, but if you were picking one or the other, it's easy pick for Reggie Like yeah. far more useful, especially like in terms of outpacing a lot of the Pokemon that people are going to be bringing forward from Sun and Moon, otherwise known as the slow generation. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's going to be a far better addition to your team if you are taking a legendary somewhere. Reggie Drago is. It's okay, it's fine, it's not quick, and it's not powerful, but it's 
fairly competent on the defensive side of things. But no, Reggie Ellicke is the MVP for this one. So it's special. It's signature movie is called Dragon Energy. Um, so it is based on Dragon Energy does this damage proportional to the user's HP. This move base pair reduces the user's HP reduces and is calculated by a formula. I won't go into that one. Um, so if you get this thing down to one HP, which obviously with full swipes you can do relatively easy, this move does one. <laughs> that is its So when it's at full health, this thing is like monstrous. It wiped out Rillaboom on neutral damage, no problem with this move. But the second I started putting chip damage on it, this just comes down and down and down and down. So, yeah, by the time... I thought it was, like... Not like a glitch, but when it hit Decidueye and one HP went off, I was like, what the hell is this thing? <laughs> um, so, yeah, he was a li- He did not take anywhere near the amount of time. Like, I think Regieleki got two resets. Regidrago did not get that. He went in pretty quickly. Fair enough. I, I'll be honest with you, I really struggled with the Regis. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, in both games, Reggie Steele completely fucking walled me and would just not get caught. Right. I had to, to resort. Normally, I, d- I don't take a catching team in with me because I'm like, I'm just going to either quick ball this shit or get it in the red and I'll get lucky. Because I normally get lucky with catches. I got very lucky with. I'll put it this way I've caught nearly every um, legendary Pokemon encounter in quick balls since dialga i won quick ball dialga back in diamond and i was like well quick balls are my new god now um and normally that works i could not i got reg ice in a quick ball twice because reg ice is a puss <laughs> but, <the laughs> other, um, but reggie rock put up a bit of a fight in my first playthrough and reggie seal completely fucking walled me for ages and i didn't and this is when i had to bring in um, one of my Gigantamax Pokemon to help me out. I bought in a Butterfree that had got um, Sleep Spore. And I was like, right, okay. And then we had the unofficial catching anthem of the Crown Tundra, which was Bob Ross versus Pablo Picasso. <laughs> if, <laughs> so I had to bring Butterfree. He's like, I'm going to make you mystery sweet. Put her to sleep. I will drop her dreams. I'll go <laughs> so it was just a cycle of like putting it to sleep twatting it with like not very effective moves because i'd forgot to bring full swipe with me putting it to sleep again and again and again and it just reggie drago was bad for this as well it was sleep immediately wake up sleep one turn immediately wake up sleep two turns wake up like oh my fucking god just stay asleep so you can get in the goddamn ball um i thankfully didn't have to use any master balls on them thank god Mm -hmm. for that um i ended up i think so it was two quick balls for the two Regices, uh, ultras for the both Registeels, and I got one Regirock and a Dusk Ball and another one in an Ultra Ball. So they, they wasted a lot more of my time than I'm willing to admit. <laughs> they completely <laughs> fucking walled me. I have no idea why. When Reggie Ellicott didn't put up a fucking battle, like he's just he went in the red and then got caught almost immediately. Thank you, I, I swear to Christ, I think Reggie Steele is now, like, my arch enemy because he's the only Reggie I don't have on Pokemon Go because mm. the fucker wouldn't get in the balls on that game either. So <laughs> I think I think I'm done with Reggie's. I think Reggie Steele is now yep. my arch nemesis. So you can go and get a free Regigigas. Free, you still got to battle it, but if you take all five Reggie's to one specific 
uh, Dynamax spot that won't allow you to put any like wishing pieces into it. Mm. Click on it and Regigigas will appear. At um, level so, 100. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's a max raid battle as well. But and surely Slow Start... Solo. Surely Slow Start still, you know, hurts it a little bit. I imagine you take a Mudsdale into that thing and you'll fucking win anyway. Oh, yeah. You do that with most things with Mudsdale. Um, yeah, this is where Gardevoir was an MVP for the Regidrago fight because two of its moves did nothing. Laser Focus clearly didn't do anything. And Hammer Arm against the Psychic Fairy was not doing any damage whatsoever. So <laughs> I had the same stood there for a while. <laughs> I had the same amount of fun um, with um, Ghost. The is, is it called Ghost Rider form of Calyrex, the one with Spectria? <laughs> I hope so. I hope it's called the Ghost Rider form. I'm going to open up Pokemon at home and have a quick look. Uh, but in my second profile, I have an Obstagoon. So nothing hit it. It was amazing. <laughs> Um, right, so that's what I did first. Then, now Calyrex. This is an interesting one. So, th- the story goes that Calyrex is known as the king of bountiful harvests. Uh, it's a grass psychic type, so like Celebi. Um, and it used to, you know, make all the crops grow, but people, you know, lost faith in it and stopped really believing in Santa Claus. Sorry, uh, Calyrex. Um, and, and he doesn't have the power anymore. So, basically, he's just become, like, a myth, um... So there's a statue of him on his little horse in the town, uh, but it's missing its uh, like Calyrex has got like a massive head, um, and it's missing that part of the statue. Um, so this is where I now Freezington is full of old people. Yeah. And I I hope that's by design because I think they all have dementia. So <laughs> this thing has apparently been missing for it seems like like maybe a hundred years or like a, a long old time. Yeah. You walk in the inn and it's literally on the table, and it was just <laughs> behind the inn, at, at for like you know waiting for Bionni to come and pick it up, thinking it's a pillow. So does that mean that nobody bothered to look round the back of one of four buildings in this town to see <laughs> if this was there? So you pick it up, you go and pop it on the statue with your amazing masonry skills that I didn't know about. You <laughs> you, you put the thing back, and then Calyrex just appears. He's just there, yeah, five just foot like, away. Cheers, lad. <laughs> like, so, come over here. <laughs> yeah, so he goes into this like, little like nook, this little area, and Peony comes bombing in, and Calyrex just fucking um, possesses him so he can talk through him. Mm. Um, all of this is going on in a very, like, it's not very conspicuous where this is happening. This is in broad daylight, in full view of the entire town, and yet they don't believe in Calyrex. <laughs> yeah. I stood next to the guy who sells you the carrots, and I'm like, I can see Calyrex. It's over there. <laughs> like, I like genuinely, is it dementia? Are you all short-sighted and you can't see? <laughs> He's literally stood in a clearing. I feel like if my god was just stood like at the bottom of my drive, I, I would notice that. You know, there's there's not that much to do in this town. They have a barren patch of carrots and three buildings. Like, they don't even have a pub. There's nothing no. to do. So it's not a very accurate representation of Scotland. So no, it isn't. Maybe they're all pissed. everyone's really friendly as well. Yeah, maybe they're all drunk and they just can't see. <laughs> literally, their god is stood five foot away. <laughs> that was winding me up. The character. There's a bit where. 
you come out of one of the other houses and Calyrex just floats down. And I'm like, okay, now genuinely... <laughs> it's in the town now. <laughs> it's in... Anybody looks left. They don't have to do anything like particularly special, just turn their head slightly and they'll see their god and yet nobody does i haven't tried walking around with calyrex as the buddy pokemon to see if that helps them along yeah so if it's like literally floating behind me i feel like if i talk to people they will then go what the fuck is that um oh but, i should try that uh sure hopefully that's got some nice easter eggs in it where people just freak out <laughs> so yeah that that bind me up so anyway so calyrex is basically saying you know, I need your help to regain some powers so that people can believe in me and I can bring good crops to y'all. I think um, that really that really helped making Calyrex less stupid. Like giving yeah. him an actually fun little character was really really nice because when he was first revealed, I was like, that's one of the worst fucking things I've ever seen. And I mean, it's still it's still not great, but yeah, giving it a bit of personality kind of helps. I mean. I can't think of how many other Pokemon have actually talked to you in the game. Yeah, there's not many, is there? I can't uh, if any at all. Uh, no, no clue. Like maybe like one of the psychics has, has had a chat to you at some point, but uh, for the most part, no, this has been it. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool of it. So anyway, you set it sends you off on an adventure to go and um, help restore its power, and basically it's trying to get its horse back. Um, so. And, and this is where, again, it gives you another choice between uh, Glastria. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, Glastria and Spectria. Spectria. So an ice horse and a ghost horse. I now think that means you can have an entire team of horses. Ooh. So if you have Rapidash, I think you might have to have Galarian Rapidash in there as well. Spectria, Glastria, Mudsdale and Zeb Stricker, who I know is a zebra, but close enough. So <laughs> horse... Um, a horse team is now possible, everybody. The Hooray. horse team's an incredible wall as well, because it's two legendaries at Mudsdale, so you'll never be knocked out. Oh, yeah, nothing's beating that team. Um, Rachel was very happy when I told her it was very easy to get an entire team of dogs, so she was yeah. very excited for that. Nice. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, you have to go out and grow a carrot for them. That's where the, the binary choice comes. Once mm. you plant the one carrot seed you have... The, the game go. cannot tell you enough times that like doing taking the carrot to this place results in an ice carrot for the ice. Like, I, I, I fucking get it. The, that was very heavy handed, especially with the like. So it tells you in a book, go here, you get the ice one, go here, get the ghost one. Cool. That's all I need. You walk out that house. Oh, grandmother, sing the song about the ice and ghost <laughs> carrots. You have to endure that. And then as you're about to do it, Calyrex is like, now are you sure you want the ice one? It's like, yes, I fucking came over here for the ice one. <laughs> oh, God, that felt like sun and moon hand-holding levels. That did. But, yeah, so you, you get the horse, it terrorises the village, you stop it, uh, and then it goes up to where, like, um, Calyrex's shrine is, Um you have to make these reins that uh, Calyrex can then use, and then it becomes a fusion Pokemon. So it's still called Calyrex, but he's riding either of the horses. Yeah. And Sadly, think... it's not Ghost Rider form. It's, no. Uh, I think it's Spectral Rider form or something oh, like that. Oh, that's boring. Shadow Rider form, that's it. There we go. That so... sucks, especially because the other one's called Ice Rider form, and it's an ice yeah. type. <laughs> I want my oh. Ghost Rider Pokemon. So it keeps its psychic type and gains either the Ghost or the Ice type. So... <laughs> I had two very, very different experiences. So, I quick-balled the ice version, 
and it nice. won sixty percent times. So that made me very happy. A That's bit anticlimactic that all this build up and I literally chuck one ball at it and get it. You're like one of the highest level wild Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like if you can vest me, the king of all gala, you're done. <laughs> Does this mean I've now robbed all the old people of their crops? <laughs> Potentially, because he ain't coming back. <laughs> no, I've put him in a box. Um, <laughs> We're starving. Please bring the king back. It's like, I'm chasing after Zapdos, eat shit. <laughs> like, the pe- the unholy power you could unleash from your computer system. I've got, <laughs> you know, the king of bountiful harvest, the literal deities of time and space. I've got the ruler of the underworld, the smartest Pokemon who's ever existed that could kill everyone if it wanted to. A bird that if it dies... It kills everything. The world serpent and God um, <laughs> sat in there in the same box as a weedle. <laughs> you are of the same value to me. <laughs> Get in the box. Um, anyway. And I watch, and my favourite Pokemon of, of all these things is like, you got all these gods in the box. And it's like, so what's in your team? You're just like, monkey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. I like brooches, and I'm not afraid to admit it. <laughs> oh, oh, no one likes Eddie as Hardfish. No, good God, no. Um, now, uh, um, a Spectria form of Calyrex was a different story. Because, obviously, I immediately remembered, oh, no, it's a ghost type. Full swipe won't work. Yep. So that already throw that in the bit. Now, it's not like... Because the, the Reggies and the Articudos are going on old-school legendary catch rates. Of uh, they ain't going in anything unless they're on one HP and asleep. Like mm-hmm. not happening. I think he's on the more generous ones. You tend to see like uh, like Zacian and Amazenta were on, and Groudon and Kyogre were on in Omega Ruby and Sapphire. Of like not the lowest, still low. Not like it's an easy catch, but not something that you really need to use the Master Ball on. But no. this thing, if you let it get momentum, Shadow Form Calyrex is basically Juggernaut. In that if it gets going, there's no stopping that thing. because The second it knocks something out, both yeah. forms are like, fucking here we go then. And it's yes. ju- it becomes so much harder. It's already got high special attack, but if it knocks someone out, it gains more special attack. And it's got a new special ghost move, which is incredibly powerful, and psychic with a high crit um, ratio. So this thing was just wiping me out, so I had to hatch a plan. Um, to catch this thing that I thought was very good. Um, I obviously abandoned both of my false uh, swipe people. They were no use to me. So I had to open with Vicar Vault. I quick balled it first to see what would happen. And usually we go for agility, which is fine. So I have to Thunderbolt it, get him out before he dies, throw all Beetle out there with Light Clay on so I can get a, um, a Reflect up to help special defense anyway. Mm. And then switching to my newly acquired Reg Eyes, which has ridiculous special defense and amnesia. So I tanked that thing up. So other than crits, nothing was really going to hurt me as long as I got both the first two out without fainting. And then I could just sit there, chip away with Icy Wind until it was in the red. It had Giga Drain, so it could get some back. And then just Ultra Ball, Ultra Ball, Ultra Ball it. I went through 30 Ultra Balls and nothing. I was going to go and click on, not a Dust Ball. um, No, I think it was a Dust Ball. I accidentally clicked a Quick Ball. Now, considering we were at least 40 to 50 turns into this thing, I went, oh, shit, I've clicked a Quick Ball. Uh, That caught it. (laughs) What? 
I have had this happen to me before, where I've accidentally used a quick ball later on in the in a in a battle, mm. and it's worked. So either I've got amazing luck, or there is a weird quirk where quick balls turned into timer balls later on in the game. Wow. So that was what I was going for. I just bought timer balls. Yeah, timer so balls thought, are a saviour. So I thought that was going to be the thing, and I accidentally threw a quick ball at it in the 40th turn and caught the thing. Jesus Christ, that's good. So, I think you you had similar problems with Spectria that I had with Glastria, because he wouldn't go right. in the fucking ball. Uh, but the Spectria uh, form of Calyrex uh, saw that I had Obstagoon up. Well, well, no, I tell a lie. It got put to sleep by Butterfree in the first turn. It then it then switched into Obstagoon, who then dark pulsed it and got it immediately in the red, and it just gave up and just went in five turns. Oh, damn you. <laughs> so I still haven't seen the really cool animation for the, um, the, the new ghost type attack. I saw the ice one plenty of fucking times, but um, I, I had Colossal up, so it was fine. Very Usain, but very worthwhile. So then you can you get it in its combined form, but then you have the reins of unity to um, split them apart. And they can't go in home in their combined form, which is a bit sad. Uh, it saved me two more playthroughs, so I'm appreciative of that. We're happy for that. And that meant, with all that done, we had complete national decks. Yeah, I mean, we, we both finished it um, after we got Zarudes, we were very lucky to get Zarudes in yes, there. Yes, I was very lucky to get a Zarud. Thank yes, you I... again for that. <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, so we've got we had Zarudes and we had 893, um, sort of around August time. Yeah. But obviously that was not all of them. After the data mines came out for the uh, the Crown Tundra, it was shown that we weren't getting three new Pokemon. We were getting five, all of which we just talked about. Um, and that's it. If they're adding another mythical Pokemon, it's not in the data right now. We spent the last 24, 48 hours getting the last five we need, which means, Darren, 898 out of 898 with nothing else on the horizon. We did it. We completed the mission. We caught them all. Yep. <laughs> we and both now did it. We may rest. <laughs> we can, can have our slumber now. <laughs> you can rest now. <laughs> Oh god, that made that even made Rachel laugh, and she was like, "Are you really going to tweet about catching all the Pokemon?" Like, yes, this is technically speaking my life's work. <laughs> I've not been working on anything else this long, have I? So, oh god, it feels good. It does feel good. It it feels a little bit bittersweet knowing that there will just inevitably be more. Yeah, but but it does feel good. At some point, you owned every Pokemon. Yeah, there was not anything that you had. Like, you've still got some forms to get, but that's neither here nor there. You've got the means to get them, so you'll get them eventually. Even if you don't have every single form, and let's face it, no one's doing Alchemy or Vivillon. That can no. Um, you can at least say you have the Pokedex entries for every singular species, which is fucking great. <laughs> there were some new Galar forms you had to go and get. Slowking was little bit annoying because i did not find all that many twigs uh galactrian twigs in uh the crane tundra did you do what i do and when just went back to the isle of armor where there's fuck tons of them i did um i did find some around the big tree where the uh the legendary birds are but Mm. they were a bit few and far between so yeah i just went back to the isle of armor to uh scoop them up when i was looking for galarian moltres and just got them all there so yeah slow king i got i kind of wish there was a bit more like story explanation for why he looks like it is um 
Plus, I feel like they missed a trick where they could have had a Marini instead of a Shelder bite the Slowking, and that would have what made it evil. Oh, that would have been pretty good. Right? But, uh, alas, uh, it's 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 kind of dopey looking. Like, I mean, it's a Slowpoke. It's going to be dopey looking. But, yeah, I felt they could have done a bit more with Galarian Slowpoke forms. Yeah. It's also Psychic Poison, which is pretty good. That's quite neat. I appreciate that. And it's... The its special move eerie spell is going to be quite good in competitive. I would have thought because you can mm. rob people. If you've got that and pressure, you can just rob or spite. You can just rob everything of PP and just make it a struggle war. Won't that be fun competitively? Um, yeah. Oh God! One of the horrific attempts I had with Reggie Rock is it struggled itself to death. That oh, was wow. that was good. Reggie Rock was quite useless because <laughs> it, it, it couldn't really touch me. It had two fighting moves. And I had a Decidueye, so it wasn't doing anything to me. That is Wait, annoying. Something else. Anyway, um, so Galarian birds, real quick. Um, they, I like the the little um, video that um, introduces them because it establishes again that no one leaves their house in Freezington because <laughs> it wasn't like you did anything special. You just walked up to the big tree, and all three of them were already there. Yeah. Um, but there's a fun little animation of them like all about to have an amazing battle and then your phone starts ringing and they all give you a look. <laughs> just like, well, you've killed the mood now. Yeah. It wasn't even like they were scared of you. They were just like, oh, this prick. This dude. So uh, instead of immediately killing you, they uh, instead fly away um, to all the different places. Um, so obviously I had to go and get Articuno first. Because yep, same. it's my second favourite Pokemon of all time. Only behind the Bulbasaur line because it dragged me through red. I love that thing so much, so I was like, that's the first one. I encountered a problem with that goddamn thing. Um, <laughs> was it the shitty puzzle? No, the puzzle wasn't the problem, actually. I, I, I got lucky most of the time. So when, he, when you find him, he will... Um, he, his genders. It will um, split into three, uh, as like a mirage, spin round really fast, and then you've got to pick the right Articuno, and then it will attack you. Um, I only got it wrong once. I mean, that's impressive in itself. I didn't get it wrong once. I accidentally got it right because I didn't understand what was going on. And then I panicked because, like, I can't remember the last time I've saved and I don't know if this thing will run off now. So I had to master ball it. I See, I I, I thought, yeah, it's Roma. I thought it would just run straight away. So I had brought Decidueye with Spirit Shackle just in case. Mm. Um, but uh, now, didn't need for that. It doesn't run away. But... When I got it the first time, it spawns up in what seems to be its normal spawn point up at the top of the, the, the icy mountain, which has permanent hail on. Oh, which shit, means... it goes up there. Yeah. Do you want to know where I found it? Oh, I'm guessing you found it in the nice sunny bit at the bottom. The cemetery. Oh. Yeah. See, I went off a video that said if you go here, most of the time this is where you'll find it spawning regularly. And hmm. I was like, okay, I will do that. Um permanent hail which means you cannot and i stress this you cannot get it down to one hp reliably and put it to sleep and do all that stuff so me thinking this is the only place it spawns i went i tried everything i tried the normal thing of just getting it down to red and then putting it to sleep and hoping but that didn't really work so i thought right i'm gonna go and get all of the uh hoenn legendaries so I can either drought it, and then when ground on faints, I'll send Kyrogen with Drizzle to block the hail. And then if all else fails, Rayquaza comes in with Airlock, and that will stop the hail as well. But even putting those up 
once the sunlight fades or the rain goes or they cause a faint, hail comes back. Oh, so shit. there is no stopping permanent hail. You can only postpone it. Um, and obviously you can't put full swipe on a Rayquaza. Uh, I don't know if you can or not, but that just seems wrong. Um, so <laughs> I wasn't going to do that. So I too eventually masterballed it, only to find out in the second one that yes, it can spawn in other places. So I managed to spawn it down in just the middle of the giant's bed and caught it like a normal person. But yeah, I was like, I don't know if you're like, you're like me, but I'm very adverse to using the master ball. Yeah, to put it into perspective, you get given one at the start of this DLC, and I was very adamant to not use it. I did use it, but um, I still I didn't use the master ball at all in my second playthrough, so I've still got two master balls there. Mm-hmm. And then I was traded some master balls, like Pokemon holding master balls on the GTS. Not on the oh. GTS, on the um, in-game trading in Pokemon Shield. Yeah. So I'm, I've still got three of them in my main save file. <laughs> but like... So, so God knows it, what I'm going to use them on because there's nothing else to do. Like I remember it's in one of uh, the Zero Punctuation like early Yatsu reviews where he said, I think he was reviewing like a Doom game. He said there's a problem in video game design where you get ammunition for better guns, but you don't want to use it because you're always worried there's something worse is going to happen to you. So you just stick with like the basic ass pistol. It's kind of like that with the Master Ball, but you hold on to it going, no, 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 I will need this someday. There'll be a Pokemon so hard, like an Ultra Cosma, that you're like, I have to use this on that. But this is the last DLC. So unless there is actually like... But it, like it's not even like I'm going to have to use it on a Mythical, because they're all like code and mystery gift distribution. So I don't know why I was being so like adamant against using the Master Balls. It's completely pointless, because I'll never just have two Master Balls sat in a save that I never need to use them for. Yeah, this unless is like I go shiny hunting... It's yeah, nice to have them for that. I figure that's the only use for them now, because since Gen 5, there has not been a single mythical that hasn't been distribution. So yeah. there's no point. Don't save the Master Ball. Use them for the final one. Exactly. So, But it feels wrong. It does. Um, Zapdos, you just charge him down on a bike. Did <laughs> you sneak up on him, or did you charge him down? I, I pelted at him. Right, okay. <laughs> I understood that you were probably supposed to like slowly creep up and then quickly get on your bike and dart after him, but I just I just went full speed. X going to give it to you at him. I was yeah. Like, ah, come well, because I'd, I'd like sneak and obviously stuff popping up because it's a wild area. So like a mudstale would spawn in front of me. I'm like ah, I have to like sneak in like a big curve around the fucking thing, only to be met by a Snorlax and have to curve the other way around. And then it spots me and pegs it anyway. So yeah, I just I went on the bike. Um, it, so, it, it only made one full rotation round that first lake outside Motorstock before I caught up to it. And once you get like within a certain radius, it just gives up and stares you down. It's yeah. like, fine, let's do this. The the first time I did it, it accidentally stopped in a place that also had permanent hail. And I'm like, going through this again. So I just reloaded <laughs> and let it run off a little bit. Um, so, yeah, it was uh, I quick balled him. So not much of a tail there. Mm. Um, I. I didn't have many problems with Zapdos. I didn't quick ball him. I think I, I did the old Bob Ross on him as well. Um, nice. I, I think the biggest problem was figuring out, with, before I re- resorted to a video, what the fuck I was supposed to do with Moltres. Yeah, so he just kind of loops around the Isle of Armour. Chasing after um, him does fuck all. Yeah, so I think you have to intercept him. I did it on accident the first time. I was just pedaling and going, right, well, I have to spot him and then, Ca-ca! And I was like, oh, okay, he's here. I haven't saved. Oh, no. Um, the other so thing I... the other thing you can do in the way I did it, 
is if you can't intercept him, is get directly below him and whistle. And then he stops uh, dead in his tracks and attacks you. That's that's how I had to do it in the end. Right. Um, I'm still. I I know they've gone with swapping all the special types out for the new ones, but it really feels like he should be a dark fire type, right? Yeah, surely. Or a ghost fire type, as he is a phoenix. But mm, that could work. Yeah. So that he looks. I I think on reflection, like obviously I love Articuno, but I think Galarian Moltres probably looks the best in terms of an upgrade on the original. I'm, I think this is the best one. I, I'm still partial to Articuno. I do love Articuno. Although I will say I like Roadrunner Zapdos more than I thought I was going to. He looks a bit weird when he's not running. Yeah, that's the that only weird, thing. weird, like, lung-ass neck is is a bit strange. Also, he doesn't at any point fly. So why is he a flying no, type? No. Well, I mean, Dodrio doesn't Yeah, okay, you got me there. Um... But the, yeah, so... the, the the typings don't make them unique in any way. It's basically just, you know, legendary Horlucha, legend. Well, a second legendary Yvettel. And yeah. uh, do we have a psychic flying type? Oh, uh, Siglif. Yeah, yeah, legendary Siglif or legendary Zatu. It's like yeah, that's 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 not that interesting. But no. you know, they at least look nice, if nothing else. And I appreciate that all their new special moves reference their old types so thunderous kick freezing glare and fiery wrath yeah that's nice have you seen their shinies yes it's the original uh, oh, colors god i want that shiny galarian articuno yeah masked articuno looks dope i might just like because you can save like once you do the puzzle bit of articuno you can save just before it attacks you and you don't have to do the puzzle again it will just continuously dive bomb you so I, if I've got the patience, I might try and do that. I, I might I think, do it, yeah. I mean, it does mean opening a third fucking save file, but oh but well. Legendary shinies must take the absolute piss to get. I just don't want a soft reset. I don't like soft resetting. I'd rather just see it, you know what I mean? Like, just do it yeah. properly. But, oh well, it might oh, have to be that. Jesus. Now, the other thing they've added, I haven't actually got round to it yet. Um, so you finish all that, you go back to Peony, you tell him, he goes, fuck me. And then um, he runs off to go and be with his daughter in the Max Raids again. But um, once you've done that, they add all the Ultra Beasts to uh, the Max Raids as well. Mm, yep. Um, but they, then you come out of the cave and Leon phones you saying, oh, there's a new tournament on in Wind and get your ass here, mm. which is the Galarian Star Doubles Tournament where you can like pick your partner from everyone you've faced before, all the gym leaders, Hop, um, Marnie, etc., uh, and then take on a tournament again. I haven't done that yet. I'm doing that this afternoon. I also haven't done it, but I'm just trying to find something on Cerebi that might tell you. I'm guessing that they're going to be like really high level, surely. Yeah, I want to check that because I, I, I'd prefer if they were capped at 50, like it was in the uh, Pokemon World Tournament. That would be quite nice. Uh, okay, list of partner and opponent teams. Um if you choose Hop to be your partner, he will bring a Gigantamax version of his starter and either Zassin or Zamazenta, depending on what game you're playing, as well as that fucking double. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, who Level. else? Um, 69, 70, and 70. Nice. Um, if you pick Milo, he'll bring a 72 Shiftry, a 73 Cherim, and a 74 Flapple. 
If you pick Nessa, 72 Glissopod, 73 Toxapex, and 74 Dreadnor. If you pick Kabu, he brings a 72 Torkoal, a 73 Arcanine, 74 Center Scorch. If you pick B, if you're playing Pokemon Sword, 72 Horlucha, 73 Phalanx, 74 Machamp, Gigantamax. If you bring Alistair, he, oh yeah, every all the gym leaders' final Pokemon are Gigantamax, by the way. Alistair in Shield will bring a 72 Dust Noir, 73 Kerstler, 74 Gengar. Bead brings a 72 Morvile, 73 Galarian Rapidash, and 74 Hatterene. Opal brings a 70, sorry, a 68 Weezing, a 69 Togekiss, and a 70 Alchemy. Gordy, if you're playing Pokemon Sword, brings a 72 Shuckle, 73 Tyrantar, 74 Colossal. Melanie, if you're playing Shield, brings a 72 Mr. Rhyme, a 73 Darmanitan, and a 74 Lapras. Marnie brings a 73 Morpeko, a 72 Scrafty, a 74 Grimmsnarl. Piers, fucking hell, brings a 73 Skuntank, 73 Toxtricity, 74 Obstagoon. Raihan brings 75 Flygon, 74 Gudra, 76 Giraladon. Leon brings 80 Aegislash. 78 Dragapult, 80 Charizard. If you're playing in Sword, Clara brings a 68 Slowking, a 69 Scoliopede, and a 70 Slowbro. In Shield, Avery brings a 68 Slowbro, a 69 Alakazam, and a 70 Slowking. Mustard can bring either version of Urshifu at level 80, a level 80 Komo-O, and a level 80 Mien Show. Peony will turn up with a 74 Berserker, a 74 Agron and a 74 Copperaja, and then Swordred and Shieldbert appear with both brings um, Surfetched either way. Uh, Swordred brings a 75 Glissopod and a 65 B Sharp. Shieldbert brings a 65 Bronzong and a 65 Clink Clank. Jesus Christ, that was a lot. Brave, man. Brave. So you just want to pick Leon and win in that case. Yeah, because he's bringing a Gigantamax and a Legendary. He's the only, apart from Mustard, who's bringing Urshifu, there's no other one. That's what I want. So, and he's at level eighty. So, why wouldn't you pick him? Um, so, cool. That's. Um, I think I know my team. I'm going to take my moon team in there because Decidueye, Vicar Vault, and Mudsdale can take on anything, no problem. So, and they're all over level eighty, I think. So, I'm just going to take them in and win. Um, yeah. Mudsdale is. I know we've talked about him a lot, but he, I, I, he him running through the Moon League by himself. Literally taking it free of the Elite Four on his Todd will always be one of my favourite <laughs> memories. So, um, yeah, I'm taking I'm taking my beautiful boy in there. Yeah, I, I haven't really thought about teams for this just yet. I might I might use some hidden ability mons in there because I've got a few. Um, although the ability patches now come in, so you might I might also be able to take a hidden ability Gigantamax starter into the tournament, which is really going to fuck with things. Very nice. I have got a level 70 Venusaur that I would like to bring in. That would be quite dope. So I'm just going to check if I can finally fix my Archeops, who is brilliantly fast and one of my best Pokemon from black and white, but has the worst ability going uh, <laughs> because it has Defeatist, um, which means when it drops below half health, uh, it, all its stats lower. So Jesus. completely useless, but it doesn't have a hidden ability good great so i'll fix him um, <laughs> never mind he's brilliant until he gets hit uh, so no more from him um cool so yeah i think overall definitely the better of the two um dlcs so much more to do than the isle of armor because once you get urshifu you're done yeah isle of armor is basically done after that so uh yeah, that's isle of pretty good. just a grind 
it's just grind Cubfield up to level whatever it is, 70, I think. Yeah. I, I enjoyed Isle of Armour's layout more, but yeah. but there is no contest in terms of content. The, the Crown Tundra is easily the best part of the DLC. And hopefully, now they've done two pieces of standalone content that is all world area, they're going to be more confident in doing it. And I don't mean like it gets rid of routes necessarily, just all routes become wild areas they're much more open there's no real like you know uh bottlenecking you in certain places i still want towns to be standalone but the transition between wild area and town should be seamless like it is here mm. where you're just going to freezing town it's definitely like its own self-contained little town albeit only of i genuinely think there's four houses and that's it and maybe six people so that needs to be expanded out for something as big as like the towns we see in a normal part of Gala. But I think once you get rid of that, like, you know, you go through the door, the screen goes black and it comes back up and you're in the town. Once that's gone and the transition is like seamless, I think that's going to, that's the next stage of um, Pokemon design. Now, we think all signs are pointing towards a Sinnoh remake is coming. Surely it's got to happen. So, I th- I don't think they should incorporate it into that. I think... Hmm, I don't know. Well, because I, I, I think... Because then you can have... Because people... There are going to be people who don't like the new expansiveness. They play Pokemon, as they have for years, because of the very set Route 1, Route 2, Town, Route 3, Route 4, Town type of thing. I think if you're going to be carrying on with remakes and Let's Go remakes of, like, if they do Let's Go Johto or something like that, mm. I think... You, you keep it in these, and then all new games have the new Wild Area version of things. So you keep both sides of your faction happy. Like, I haven't played Diamond and Pearl. I think that's probably in terms of, like, the game I've played last. It's probably that one, because I've played, like, you know, I've gone through Red and Blue again. I've gone through Heart, Gold, Soul, Silver since then, and so on and so forth. So that's the furthest back in terms of my playthrough of it. So I'm not overly familiar with how you would change things in that game to make it more Wild Area-y. I guess you make Mount Coronet its own world area. I don't know. Maybe. That could work. Um, maybe it'll be another half and half like galleries where it's got sections off bit, but it's not the whole thing. Because I think then the next one is that. It certainly found, found felt like um, the Crown Tundra was meant to be a prototype for the route going into Snowpoint City in um, yeah. in Diamond Pearl because that mm. was a fucking slog. Anything they can do to improve that would be so yeah. welcome. I fucking hated that route. <laughs> that is a very good point. Um, I don't know, unless they just do what they did with Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire, and the gimmick is they just brought Dynamaxing and Gigantamaxing into Sinnoh. Mm. I don't know how you square that as easily as you did with chucking Mega Evolutions. Though I don't think there was really like a technical explanation for why Mega Evolution was now available in Hoenn, so maybe they don't bother. But uh, yeah, I'm excited for that. I don't know what they add necessarily like they could go back and do Sinoan forms of things mm, that's true of like that, that might be a way in because it was already so full of evolutions though it was oh oh you could always add more though can't you it depends on Candace what you're Khan, doing lapras they're all still sat there waiting for the fucking dunsparce um you got to think that they're going to roll the story of platinum into the games Oh, 100%, yeah, you're going to the distortion world. Um, but I, 
I think I don't need any new Pokemon from it, so that incentive isn't there for that. So yeah. I, they they have to do. I'm still going to buy it. Obviously, I'm not a moron, but um, <laughs> I don't know what they'd have to chuck in there for me to get really excited. They'll do something like there'll be new forms or or something like that because they that was when Rotom came into things, wasn't it? With uh, yeah, he was a weird special capture in the old chateau. I remember that was. one. So you could chuck more Rotom forms in there and and all that good business. So. Because, um, I mean, Mega Evolutions were the big thing you could get in Omega Ruby because they had a load of new Mega Evolutions in there. Mm. I don't think you can do that because they don't give that much of a shit about Gigantamax forms. Plus, they're not as easily accessible as Mega Forms were. No. So that they, you have you can't just have... I know you can get the Dynamax Mushrooms to get whichever Pokemon you want to be its Gigantamax form, but fuck that. Sincerely, <laughs> fu- the, the rate at which you get the Mushrooms is diabolical in... Yeah, I was kind of hoping they would add more in this one, because um, they added a lot more of like the hard to get Pokemon. Like you can get, um, you can get Frostmoth in the wild area here instead of having to train up Shnom and get friendship and all that good business. Um, was it just me that got a bit freaked out by all the fossil Pokemon walking around? By the way, yeah, they really screwed over Gen Six. They were like, "Fuck these guys, they're not special. Put them everywhere." No. Like what? But how could an armor star be here? What the hell? Um, <laughs> so that. But uh, where was I going with this? Um, yeah, I, I I think that's coming soon, but I don't think they'll go all out with the changes. I think they'll save them for Gen Nine, wherever that is. Yeah, surely. I, I, you got to think that whatever Gen Nine looks like, whatever new region it is, it has its own forms, it has its own gimmick, and it will contain, if not entirely wild area, it will contain a lot of wild areas which i'm very happy for like i still like the old routes i do like the wild areas as well not an issue between them i've enjoyed them equally i think they would do well to have more of a character driven story like in the crown tundra um although that being said i don't hate sword and shield story i think that is also it's as straightforward as it needs to be it's absolutely serviceable it's a little oversimplistic i think like you look at how in depth the stories were in well, Diamond and Pearl and Black and White, which was like the the apex of really in-depth storytelling with all the end stuff going on. That's true. Um, where I think that kind of over-egged it a little bit, especially since the story decided to interrupt the Elite Four. Um, so that, but yeah, we'll see. I, um, <laughs> I admit, I don't think it's going to be the next Pokemon game I play because I really want to play the ROM hack Emerald Kaizo. You were telling me about this. It's... Okay looks mad so it's a hacked version of emerald that has access to all 300 pokemon that were available at the time hoenn came out but all the pokemon like are hardcore like it's like if there was a hard difficulty on emerald that when you get to the elite four all the pokemon are level 100 and they all have competitive strats on them (laughs) so it's like the proper like we're not holding your hand anymore yeah, we can, I saw a guy try and do a Nuzlocke, and he had to restart because the starting zigzagging beat him. <laughs> wow. Because it had, like, it's holding a berry, it's got, it's using, like, growl and defense curl and everything to just chop you down and, and all this business. So, yeah, yeah, it looks <laughs> dope. I want to play it so much. Because, like, it gives you, obviously, access to any Pokemon you could possibly want, but everyone's out to kill you. And kill you fast, and you can't use um, you can't use items in battle. 
I was just only held items, so you can't <laughs> heal or revive or anything. I was just looking at a video about about Kaiso and one yeah. of the, the thumbnail is a wall raid landing a sheer cold. You're like, oh yeah. fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, and you can't. Um, it's like they've robbed you of all setup moves, so you can't have rain dance, but they can. Um, you can't get PP for like really good moves is strict. So like I think Earthquake only has five. Um, so it's difficult to say the least mm. it is they've done some things to help you out like um there's no trade evolutions everything can be evolved by level um so on and so forth but yeah i i really want to play that game i've wanted a hard mode pokemon for a while because the challenge is not beating these games like that's the truth like, the last true challenge was trying to catch ultimate cosmo without using a master ball like Unless you play online competitively, there's not that much challenge to be found in the games if you know what you're doing. That's why I want to play this game so bad. Mm. So I was just, I was just looking, just as a, an interesting final note to this, and uh, as kind of like now that we've finished the national decks, it's kind of a, a final farewell to Sword and Shield. Um, yeah. Did you know that Alistair, uh, the Shield gym leader in the mm. Ghost Gym, uh, in Japanese, his name is Onion. No. <laughs> Apparently it is. <laughs> why i don't know uh Mel- melanie is also just called melon so <laughs> so there's melon onion mustard bad baby's called beet as in the root vegetable so they're all just named after bad fruit and veg are they all super saiyans is this is this the plot i completely missed this ah. <laughs> <laughs> although hop is still called hop so fuck that guy jeez uh, uh, right Thanks, everybody. Uh, yeah, that's, basically, this is an entire episode of us bragging that we caught them all and you haven't. We did uh, it. Uh, <laughs> we, we did it. You didn't. Uh, uh. <laughs> oh, God. It, uh, we got um, Zarud in a very shameless way, but I don't fucking care. I've got it now. Don't give two shits. It doesn't matter how you get there as long as you get there. And we have for now. Give it another month, and I'm sure they'll be... Because this happened before I got close, and then they did Meltan, so... Something will be coming in Pokemon Go. Um, which, oh, by the way, if you try to get if you try to get Surf fetched in uh, Pokemon Go, yes, yeah, fucking hard that is. Oh, you've got to do ten excellent foes with it as your buddy. I have wasted all of my Pokeballs and Great Balls to get there, but I finally got him this morning. <laughs> I need so. the bird that fucks. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, well, you can go and find me on Twitter at that Mike Cohen, as well as Instagram. You can go and find Darren on Twitter and Instagram and at the Guttridge. You can find the site on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook under the username FowlyNT. That's F O U L E N T. Find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, wherever you can get your podcasts and RSS feeds under the username FowlyNT or FowlyNT Podcast, depending on your service. And of course, go to fansentainment.com for more stuff like this more Pokemon stuff, more video games, more movies, more of everything. You so love and crave. Hard to say when there's going to be the next episode of Gotta Cast Them All because Sword and Shield is done now. I would... Okay, I'm going to put a prediction down now. We're going to have to do another episode in February of 2021 when we get the announcement for Gen 4 remakes. That is my Mm -hmm. prediction. I would not be surprised at all. Everything is lining up for that to be the case. Uh, Not a lot of Sinnoh Pokemon added to... uh for either of the dlcs to be fair so all roads seem to point that way but if that is the case we will see you there soon i mean i'm sure we'll do another pokemon region pitch eventually um because those are always fun they so are always you fun. can see our ideas you can go check both of them out on the website at the moment if you're just jonesing for more pokemon stuff 
But until then, we'll see you next time. That we shall. Thank you for listening to the episode of Gotta Cast Them All, and we'll see you when there's more Pokemon stuff happening, which is never too far away. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Okay.